Welcome back to the TNT B&B Podcast. These episodes will involve two longtime friends watching a movie and then discussing it at length. So sit back, mix a drink, because you know we'll be drinking. And listener beware, we will be spoiling the shit out of the movie we watched. Here we go again. We are back. It's just the two of us this time, and... We do realize that we have a couple franchises that we're working through, but we want to do something a little different. Just change it up a bit. Instead of the same old, same old, like, let's just talk about something new that just came out-ish. And so, before we get into the movie, take a guess at what we're drinking. McMaster's and Diet Pepsi. Shocker, I know. I know later we'll probably be into the rum, but... Yeah, we're probably going to finish off the McMaster's by the end of this, so... Yeah, so we'll get good and tuned, ready to rock and roll. So, like we said, we wanted to do a movie that had just recently come out. And this came out in April, didn't it, or just May? Um, I think it, it just got dropped for digital okay. this month. So it probably came out in January, February, I guess. I don't remember offhand. But the movie that we chose is The Lost City, which again came out this year. Has IMDb a 6.2, a Metascore of 60, Rotten Tomatoes of 79% tomato meter, 83% audience. It had a budget of $68 million domestically, $102,242,000. Worldwide, $181,442,000. It was directed by um, Aaron and Adam Nee. Written by Oren Uziel, Dana Fox, Adam and Aaron Nee. The story by Seth Gordon. So right off the bat, I have to say this. Like, my stepmom was big in the romance novels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the biggest one that comes to my mind is with Fabio on the front cover. I mean, he was kind of the go-to romance yeah. novel cover. So when I, I'm pretty sure it was a knockoff with the wig that they were trying to pull off and the oh, it was chiseling de- body. That is like a Fabio kind of. It was definitely an, a reference, if not an homage to Fabio, for sure. Yeah, so I just really... That brings me back to a little bit of my childhood. Like that, those are those were the things back in the those days were romance novels. Now we got um, whipping and red rooms and <laughs> all floggers and, and all sorts <laughs> of shit. That you know, that's romantic, I guess. Now, like, hey, you want to see my fucking playground? Now, were the romance novels where they like adventure like this was? If I remember right, yes. Okay, I didn't know if they were. I I don't really have. I never read them, but from what I got from the gist of it, yeah, I think they're more adventure, love like this. Like I think that's where they're trying to go with this was those type of late '80s, early '90s novels. I guess is when they came out. Yeah, probably. 
I mean, I was born in 85, so probably around 95, I guess, is when I can remember my stepmom having those books when we were on vacation and stuff like that. And right. Me right. being a horny 10-year-old kid, <laughs> like, oh, look at that cover. Like, shit, something bad's going to happen Just there. Just slept to and his, his pulsating member rubbing against my body <laughs> yeah. and shit like that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, God. But no, this movie stars Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. And like I was telling you earlier, like, uh, was it, uh, what's his face? John Cena. John Cena is definitely like, and him have very similar careers, like when it comes to the comedy roles, they play very similar characters. Yeah. I mean, the best way to describe him is kind of a dumb brute with a heart of gold kind of mm-hmm. thing. Like. Yeah, like John C. Cena could have played this role very easily as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's how I look at it. Like, and then Cena's couple of his movies, I could see um, Chainum Tatum in there too. They're, I mean, they're different in this sense. I, I don't know. When I watch these, I sit there and be like, I kind of can melt those two together as one person. They kind of have the same. Uh, not personality, but I don't want to say screen presence either. What's the word I'm looking for? Comedic? I guess. I Lines? Mean, the way that they say something? Cena has kind of gone straight into like the action comedy where Channing Tatum kind of built into that. He didn't yeah. start in that, but he kind of thrives in it. Like, the 21 Jump Streets, I think, are his best work. Oh, yeah, for sure. But he I, he does very well in the action comedy style. And, yeah, I mean, he's a good fit. Yeah, and I, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if it's just me, but that's what I, like, when I watch them, I kind of get confused, like, who they are as a person, because I was like, well, they, they're very similar. That's just where I was at when I was watching this. Yeah, I smoke a lot of weed. I understand that, but so he was playing the cover model uh, for Sandra Bullock's character's books, mm-hmm. and she's kind of a <clears throat> reclusive writer. She doesn't like going out in the world. She thinks it's going to well, be her, her husband last book. just died. You do find out that her husband. But we don't know how he died. No, and he didn't just die. It had been years. Yeah. Like, she started writing the books after he had died. Okay. Because she was kind of more into the archaeology aspect of it. Then he died. Oh, And then she started writing the schlocky romance novel books, as she called them. And that's why they chose her to go on this adventure, because she's been familiarized with everything. Right. Well, her romance novels apparently use actual history in them which is what brought in the bad guy daniel radcliffe yes yeah um but yeah she's uh going on this book tour that she wants no part of because she just wants to sit at home drinking her was it chardonnay on ice or whatever the fuck yeah where she spit the ice cube back in (laughs) yeah yeah my my mom and my grandma always drank chardonnay on the rocks with ice really yeah it's weird dude Yes, that's a big no-no in the wine community, isn't it? Oh, huge no-no. No watering it down. It's supposed to, you're, you're supposed to serve it chilled, white wine at least. Yeah. 
but you gotta have chilled. The, and you got the in white, a, yeah, you got to have the in a wine fridge, mm-hmm. not on ice. Yeah, but big no no. So she's going on this book tour, which she doesn't want to be on, and her publicist or publisher, I guess, which is apparently a good friend of hers, brought in the model to kind of take some of the pressure off of her. Mm -hmm. But he just kind of exacerbates everything that she doesn't like about this whole world that she created. Yeah. So they get into a big old fight after the showing, and she wants to leave. Well, the girl's trying to live stream her Twitter for her. Yeah, they hired a social media personality. Yeah, and she ends up being funny towards the end, but... (laughs) Yeah. But no, like... Basically, everybody's there for the guy character. Like, oh, take your shirt off. Like, yeah. um, we're dr- talking questions to her, not him. And <laughs> Can then you take like, your shirt off? Yeah, she's like, I'm just going to do it. You guys, you guys, that's what you guys want to see. And her watch gets caught on his hair, which ends up coming to play later on. Because after she got kidnapped and brought to De- David Radcliffe's place, and she basically got drugged and put on a plane, um, they's like, how can we track her? Like they're calling, like they get a hold of, um, Shane Tatum's friend, um, who he met in the yoga class, who he's like, uh, he's an ex Navy seal. He's an ex Navy seal. What is it? Like John, John uh, trainer trainer was his last name. Yeah. yeah. He was a trainer who was actually, and then he actually answered his phone. Like, yes, yeah, John trainer. <laughs> oh wait, that's his last name. But he's like, I need to do everything. The last name, like butt play. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> butt stuff. But stuff, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so. But that brings it back into the play. Like, they're like, well, I have her phone. He's like, oh, shit. And he's like, oh, her watch. She almost took my hair off with it. And then. Um, That's how they track her to track the her island. The, well, they're like, they saw her in the Atlantic Ocean. And they're like, oh, she's swimming. Like, she can't swim that fast. <laughs> she's tr- going across the Yeah. Yeah. And we have to mention she's wearing this ridiculous jumpsuit. See mm-hmm. purple sequin jumpsuit, which comes which is a loner. Later. Yeah, it's on, it's on loan. Yeah, which okay. How expensive could a piece of shit dress like that be? Have you seen some of the shit that these I have? Yeah, wear? it's like I mean, twenty, thirty thousand. Yeah, so I mean, it's probably pretty expensive. But it's, still. depending on whose name is on the fucking tag, that's yeah. all you're paying for. So if you had my name on it, it'd be worth a lot. Nah, <laughs> yeah, be a stupid. Dumbass tie dye t shirt. No, this is nice. <laughs> this is my my Canadian tuxedo here. But so trainer tells Channing Allen, I think his name was, I don't know why I keep referring to him by his real name. To meet him where she lands and then he'll go get her. Yeah. And going into the movie I knew it was Brad Pitt. Yeah, having even not knowing and hearing his voice, I probably could have figured it out. Brad Pitt's a badass. Like you know that he was like, "Hey, all we need is for one day of shooting. Can you be here this day?" And he'd be like, "Oh, I have this opening day." And he probably just showed up for a day, had some fun filming that, and then left. That's why I was I was trying to think if he had worked with either of those two before, because usually when that Sandra Bullock, older movies, I don't know if they ever worked together. I can't. I can get on this one. Why can't you get on your phone? We're not using it. Well, I think about to put my watch up. I'm trying to do a podcast. Oh, I can't do gotcha. <laughs> but 
Yeah, usually when you get a such a big name star doing a cameo like that, it's like a doing it for a buddy or a friend or somebody you worked with before. Yeah. And Brad Pitt is funny. Like he doesn't do a lot of comedic roles. Yeah. But he was he was really funny in this. I mean, he kind of got to play the comedy bit in the Oceans movies. But overall, he's more of a straight, serious actor, more or less. Yeah. I'm trying to think, but I don't remember. No, they have. I don't think so. So, I mean, it is cool that he just came in for. Yeah. And, you know, that's pretty. This one's fucked. Well, I mean, they did use him pretty heavily in the marketing for the movie, mm-hmm. like the trailers and shit. So well, you s- never know. There could be like a producer he worked with or somebody that he owed a fave to. Yeah, it could be. Because it could, it could be, be somebody off screen. Yeah. yeah. Like, hey, Brad, I did this fave for you. Like, can you do a fave for me? Like, just show up for a day or two. I need you to do this. Or a lot. And of- Brad Pitt's very, he's a cool guy. Like, I've seen his interviews. He's not too much of a dick. Like, he's a, just a down-to-earth person. And it could be something along the lines of where, like, the a- his agent got sent this script saying, hey, they kind of want you for the lead of this movie, and he read it and liked it, but he's like, I'd rather play that guy. Mm-hmm. So it could have been something like that, too. Yeah, it'd be very interesting. Because uh, I-, I could see Brad Pitt playing the lead in this movie very easily also. Oh, e- yeah, very, like so. an older, yeah. Because if you think about it, how old is Tatum? He's is he older than us, like forty? I would guess forty at the oldest. And probably. Bullock's probably like fifty-five. Uh, f- probably a bit younger than that, fifty, fifty-five in that range for sure. Because you'd think you'd want to have two characters the same because they did a book together. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm just throwing out numbers. Yeah, there, right? yeah, yeah. I mean, you wrote twenty books. Okay, twenty books is going to take you how many years? And how old is this guy? Like we're talking twenty books a year, a book a year, or do we talk two books a year? Like I don't know how fast writers can write shit. Right. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know. But I mean, if you're talking about George R. R. Martin, it's one every fucking decade. It seems like. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, but somebody but like romance, James, like, but like James Patterson, he puts out like four a year. It seems like. So, yeah. That's true. But yeah, I mean. I mean, romance models, novels, if you You think you could pump those out pretty quickly. Well, I bet you, you could do two books at the same time. Like, just, just yeah. and then cut it off at a certain spot and then continue that as a second book. Yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, don't you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, like, you could just sit there for, like, a month and just write, like, 185 pages, split those, or not 185, 400 pages, take 200 for one, 200 for another, there's your two books. You pr- you take one, run six months with it, and then you release the next one while it's getting right. And you think like in just in the process of writing the books, there, there I having not ever read one, I can't imagine there's too much depth to them. We should re- we should not read one, but do books on tape and just talk about <laughs> it. Well, that'd be interesting. <laughs> but as opposed to like somebody like. Martin, who has to build this whole world and mythology and politics and all that, or doing like a Jason Bourne spy novel. 
There has to be a lot more forethought that goes into it, I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, I mean, so when they get to the island to save her, they're setting bombs on all these cars and stuff. And um, they finally save her as they're running out. There's shit's exploding. Daniel Radcliffe's um, character is just fucking, like, what's exploding? This and that. And they end up going, basically, Brad, uh, Brad Pitt's character gets shot. That's why we were just talking a little bit ago. It's only a day or two of shooting. Yeah. I bet you it's a day. Like, he was only in it for, what, 15 minutes? Yeah. I, I do want to go back a bit, because when he's, like, kicking the shit out of everybody in the camp and stuff, mm-hmm. and somebody he knocks somebody out, and then Channing Tatum would hit him. He's like, that guy was already unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was a funny bit, because it happened, like, two or three times. Yeah, that's true. That was pretty funny. But no, like then like the car goes off the cliff and they go down to the car to grab the cell phone because it's in the glove box and the cell phone smashed, and but he has like water bottles and like cheese and cheese. And, and, I'm like, first of all, I wouldn't eat the cheese. Like that's <laughs> been sitting out for how long? Yeah, in a jungleish area, I'm assuming since there's fucking um, volcanoes. So I bet your cheese would last for a half hour out. Yeah, it wouldn't last long. Um, but I'd drink the water, but I wouldn't drink all of it because I'd take a sip here and there knowing that you're going to be fucked. Which made me wonder, like, they're going this whole time without drinking water, just hiking? Like, they look in worse condition than anything. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, we didn't even say what they were after. Oh, yeah. So Daniel Radcliffe's character is part of a some kind of empire that got handed off to his younger brother so he's trying to prove himself by finding the crown of fire or something yeah. is spo- supposed to be embossed but with but we'll at the end what it really is with red uh diamonds mm-hmm. so he's looking for that which was written into her last book so he thinks he can decipher where it is based on this old parchment that they found on the island. Yeah. So that's why he ended up kidnapping her and bringing her there in the first place, which yeah. we didn't say. Um, no, and then, like, when they were escaping, they found a river, and they started going <laughs> through the river, like, oh, they can't track us through there. But her purple sequence ground, gown definitely pulled that off again, which yeah. is one and there's a second one that helped them but this one did not and so they end up going down the river and they get out and he had leeches all down his ass and back <laughs> and shit and um she she pulls him off and she's like turning the front and she's just looking at his yeah, dick and she's, she's talking about it and it's like she hasn't seen one in a while you don't know and you always wondered about and then you know and he's so stupid he doesn't know what the <laughs> yeah, hell she's yeah. talking about yeah but before I forget this thought, I got to go into it. Okay. The hammock. I'm going to Seinfeld right now in my head, like when they said butt to butt. You remember, like, feet to head, head to feet, like in that one episode of the rain, and, um, like, they were sleeping over, and, like, oh, we, are, we cannot be head to head because our general, like. Okay, yeah. I've, you remember that yeah, episode of Seinfeld? So, yeah, yeah. But that's where my mind goes in the hammock. It's like butt to butt where they weren't going to toe to head. 
they're going butt to butt. Like, you're still there. That's different than what I want. I want from Rock Room to a Dream with ass to ass. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you want Dark Side. <laughs> so I was just thinking Seinfeld. Yeah. Or you can take it as um, um, Human Centipede. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but that's kind of when you start to see. Because, like, she falls asleep on his chest and shit. And then they kind of have that little scuffle about i know exactly who you are and all this shit yeah so it's one of those like as they progress through this whole thing they start falling for each other yeah i mean it's this movie isn't groundbreaking in any way form or fashion you know you know how it's gonna go but it's a you go into it not expecting anything and it's a good movie yeah I, i like you're going into it as a comedy and it actually exceeds a little bit more to me like it's actually like I said, it brings me back to like my childhood of watching my stepmom read those romance movies. Yeah, I mean, it's like Stuckman said, it definitely has kind of a romancing the stone feel to it. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of Indiana Jones feel to it, a little bit In of the a Jumanji six, six feel days, to it. Six days, seven nights, so, yeah. like that. They failed on that. Yeah, but. Yeah. The second time after that, they're getting chased by motorcyclists. Yeah. And that's the second time the dress comes into play. She rips her arm off, and they build like a whole thing, and ripped guys... her sleeves and legs, off, pants off. Yeah. And they, but before that, they're having this whole thing where I have an idea. Just let me tell you my idea. She's like, ripping your shirt off is not going to work this time. Like, not my shirt. <laughs> like this is pretty funny. Yeah, they do do a lot of comebacks and um like with that I really just like I have to say it too. The one downfall and it's like what they do with every fucking movie is the comedic roles are in the trailers. So when you're watching it, yeah, like yeah. I was giggling through the trailer but then I wasn't giggling when it was happening on screen because that's what they throw out. Like, they need to stop throwing out all like, yeah, the best. Yeah, you're, you're 100% correct on that. Like, it would have been so much better had they not shown Brad Pitt in the trailer mm-hmm. and he just happens to show up with no no idea he's coming. Like, holy <laughs> shit. <coughs> like, exactly. A lot of movies, horror movies do that where they show the best scary moments. Comedies do it. Well, even like the one liners, like him like pushing his head up with her crotch or Yeah. Um you know, luckily they didn't show her looking at his penis so that I was laughing there. But, but like that scene show like that. showing all that. Like when they're like dry heaving and like they need to go back to like glimpses and clips and not like the main they, part of that. They're trying too hard to sell the movie, which mm-hmm. I get, but in doing so, it diminishes the actual movie itself. Exactly, and that's kind of my thoughts. Like I had to bring that up too because yeah, I I, agree I was giggling in the trailer, but then at the parts I'm like, I already saw this. It's it's not as funny though. And that that's not just solely this movie. That's kind of all movies all in movies, general. No. Yeah, I mean, even let's go back to. Was it 05, Tropic Thunder? Six, I think. 
But like I remember back in those that like even we're talking fourteen, fifteen year difference, seventeen. Um, we're talking so much of a difference of a trailer because I remember. Yeah, they did not show Tom not Cruise sh- in that trailer. They did not, which made that when he showed up that much better. Exactly, and that's why I'm trying to do a compare and contrast here with like I compare yep. this movie to that a little bit because it's comedic. But yeah, and you got the. A-list celebrities in that movie versus this one, too. Yeah. And I remember they had not even all Robert Downey Jr.'s one-liners. Like, when you watch Tropic Thunder, you're laughing your ass off because you didn't see that in the trailer. With this movie, you know Brad Pitt's going to be there. You know the one-liners that... You know at least five one-liners that make you laugh. You know, yeah, they definitely put the majority of their best jokes or bits yeah. were in the trailer they, I mean it's still it's not really a like a laugh out loud comedy movie I remember I don't laugh at trailers a lot and I just remember like giggling during that I was like this is, looks good and I was hoping that there was more but the ones I was laughing at were did you not bring the ice up Oh, I wasn't sure. I looked around and then I didn't oh, see it. Well, you you blame me. I didn't. I, I looked around. You didn't say anything. All right. So where were we? We were talking about trailers and then comparing and contrasting and one-liners and this and that. But we can continue forward because we. T- talked pretty much pretty long about that yeah i just think actually i want to bring this up a little bit more like now that we're in your review of the 80s (coughs) the trailers then like they're so bad they are (coughs) so it's just one of those things about trailers bull durham is like a music video yeah it felt like a music (laughs) video and I'm listening to like, what the fuck are we watching? Like, did I put a YouTube like music video on? <laughs> but no, That's like the official trailer. It's a trailer, and I have to say, like, I would love to do a podcast starting like in the '60s, watching '60s trailers, just, '70s just trailers, trailers, '80s trailers, and then just do like. 30 years in each one or something. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be interesting. Compare and contrast the six. Oh, compare and contrast 60s and 70s. Compare and contrast the 80s and 90s. And compare the trash the early 2000s, 2010s. There you go. Two, 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 two. That'd be interesting for sure. Like, that would be a lot of fun. I think so. Because it's fucking night and day at this oh, point. Oh, yeah. And I'd like to see like what's the difference between the ten or the twenty years between the sixties and seventies. What's the difference between the twenty years of the eighties and nineties? Yeah. And even like the sh- short years that we've been here, like how much have things changed? Because we were born in both in year eighty four, eighty five, and so we're getting to our time where I started remembering watching trailers in the early 90s like i have to go see that in theaters yeah go see that in theaters because that was this one it started getting really prevalent to show trailers on like tv commercials yeah because i don't think that was really done back in the day you only saw trailers before a movie exactly that's why you show up early to go see the yeah 
Oh, you children don't know what it's like back in the day. <laughs> you had to call a fo- you had to call the theater yeah. to get the times. Yeah. You couldn't just Google. You couldn't. You had to either look it up on a what newspaper. What was it? Seven seven five help or something like that. Uh, well, there was movie phone was one that was later. Like if we wanted to call our I local, I think the Goodrich Theater was seven seven five help. It and might you had have to spell been. help. And then you'd have to wait yeah. for. Show times for this movie, press mm-hmm. one. For show times for this movie, press two. Yeah, go two. through all four or five. Well, back in the day, it was three for us. They were. And they added the three, two more. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Could you imagine having to call Studio 28? Ah. Fucking be on the phone for 25 minutes? I'd kill somebody. I bet they had, like, press one for this one, press two for this one, press three for this yeah. one. Yeah. But you'd still be on the phone for 18 hours and. I'll ask my boss about that because he worked there during that time. Like, hey, how yeah. does that work? Our, who we do our other podcast with, who used to go there all the fucking time. Yeah. <coughs> but yeah, um, back to the movie. We got so far up on trailers there from it, but I like that idea. I do too. I, we should definitely try and work that out somehow for sure. You know, if we have never seen the movies, we can just do like it's the just top a, 60s movies, like top 10 of the 60s, top 10 of the 70s. Or just look up best movie trailers from the 60s mm. and do it that way. Because some movies well, like... Well, they have psych, Psycho. Yeah. like That the, came on 62 or 63. 63, I think. But... Like the Superman Returns trailer. Oh, awesome. that trailer was fucking awesome, and the movie sucked. Or no, 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 no. I'm, I'm Man of Steel. Oh yeah, you're talking like ninety. I, I'm the one Superman from seventies was awful fucking the trailer. trailer. Well, yeah, I mean, is we own the fucking we own all of them. But yeah, I the. What I was getting to is the trailer for Man of Steel was fucking awesome, but the movie was just kind of yeah. fine. So it can go either way. Yeah. But no, I I really like the idea. We need a luckily it's on record so we can remember. But yeah, um, where do we leave off in the movie? I don't really leeches hammocks hammock. Um. They end up making it to a town. Yeah, and talking <laughs> to the police and um, her, her. That's when the romance really took off. Well, we didn't bring up her um, book editor lady who was oh, on yeah, a plane yeah, yeah. with a crazy guy who's talking to goats and. But that was even funny before that with the social media lady, or she's talking to the cops. She's like, "Will you take care of Nana? I don't want her to hear any of this." And. She walks up to this old black woman. What's up, slut? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. But no, she ended up on a plane, and she's like, who's flying this plane? He's like, it's on autopilot. <laughs> she's like, you get your ass in the goat up there. He's like, oh, the goat's on, t- or has his, um, he's on his break. He can't help or something like that. Yeah. Or when he first me, have you ever murdered anybody? <laughs> no. I'm not sure I believe you, but you're my only option. (laughs) There's just little shit like that that's good. Yeah. So she ends up, you you meet her again at the end. 
yeah, she ends up on a boat with like the police again, and but <clears throat> but no, so they go from the city, and then um, he realizes that she had like that they need to save the they need to find the thing. I think. Well, they had their dance or whatever, where there's I mean. The connection is building, the romance is building, and then she hears in that song something that relates to the parchment. She realizes that this is actually could be a thing. And Alan, Channing Tatum's character, convinces her that they need to go do this. Like, this is your story. What do you want to do? How do you want it to end? How do you want to write it? And then she gets kidnapped again because the cops were in the pocket of Daniel Radcliffe's character. Mm-hmm. And he ends up getting a scooter and following him and tries to save her but fails and they get captured. Yeah. And then, yeah, I guess they go to the, what was it? It was a sinkhole. That's what the. Where they make him go down that tunnel and stuff? Yeah. Like, but yeah. that's what they realized was that the tomb was in the sinkhole. Yeah, was from whatever clue they got from. Well, that that's song. after he caught him, caught up with that, um, the moped with a bad muffler, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and she ends up lighting on fire, right? Or she ends up spilling a bunch of booze and yeah. use the cigar to light it on fire. Yeah, which is impossible, by the way. Yeah, but unless it's like a hundred and forty proof whiskey or bourbon, then. That's workable. Yeah. As we know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um But no, like so they go down the sinkhole, he makes her go down first, and he goes down second, and then the other guy Well, there was that other callback where she starts to panic and he's able to calm her down and Yes. They do a pretty good job of calling back the shit you would think would be That's what I said earlier. Like yeah. they it's not a comedy where they leave shit dangling. It's actually pretty good. Yeah. So they end up finding <clears throat> the tomb, I guess, and opening it up. And there's no uh, bejeweled crown. Yeah. It's a crown of seashells. And then... Sandra B- Loretta, is that her name? Mm-hmm. She's looking at the hieroglyphics on the wall and figures out that the the treasure wasn't jewels or anything. It was their love or some kind of sappy shit like that that you would get in a romance novel. Yeah. <laughs> but we have to say, the guy that's been found on Daniel Radcliffe, his right-hand man, is a guy on the island who's angry at him for him ripping up the island. So he's never really been on the guy's side anyhow. No, that's just the only job he could get. Yeah. That's kind of what they imply. Yeah. So when they opened up the thing and found that the, the crown jewels was actually seashells, and she found the story, like he grabbed a seashell every day and he built it, like yeah. blah, blah, blah. Then he just got pissed, tossed both of them in there, and his right-hand man left his crowbar in there they didn't realize. Right. And... The right-hand man just ends up taking his boat and going. Daniel Radcliffe is out there just, like, pissed. And that's when her editor, 
comes by in a boat with the police, and he's like, I don't know who you're talking about. This guy who stole my boat, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And they're in there trying to get so out. So he, he thinks he's in the clear because he just assumes that those two are dead. Mm-hmm. And they have, an, again, while they're trapped in the tomb, they have a, another emotional, loving discussion. Yep. And then they find the crowbar and they get out. <coughs> And as they're leaving, she decides to put her ring, like she's ready to move on, kind of symbolism that she does. Yeah. And then they end up getting out. And they end up finding her editor, and after they were almost drowned, like they're going underneath the thing, and they're so worried, and then they found the editor, and she's like, it was that guy, he took, he, he took, he's the one that took me, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And he started trying to run, like, what, where the fuck are you going to run <laughs> Where are you boat? running to? You're on a boat. And if you jump off on the ass, then you're going to get sucked under by the fucking motor, but how big the boat and is. And you jump off, the boat's just going <clears> to <throat> stop and get you. Yeah, you can't swim <laughs> You're back. not going to outrun or outswim a boat. Yeah, their life rafts can't outrun you. Yeah, so... So they end up capturing him, and um, she ended up having a really good book. And um, what's funny is the social media girl they hired from the beginning was reading it to her aunt. <laughs> and you can say that part, which I can't remember, like the volcano eruption. Yeah, of his... She's waiting for the lava to erupt from his, and <laughs> that's when she stopped. And the old lady's like, oh, don't stop when it's just getting good. <laughs> yeah. But, and the movie ends, of course, with the two kissing on a beach in Hawaii. Well, then they had the the end of it where the end they, credit was good. They too. had Brad Pitt like yoga, like oh, I never die. I don't know what he's saying. <laughs> you only use ten percent of your brain, so I just transferred it over to a different ten percent. And then he was implying he has resentment to uh, Alan because he essentially got him killed. Yep. But yeah, I mean. Great comedy, it's, romance, whatever you want to call it. It, it was better than I thought it was going to be. I yeah. thought rom-com. Yeah, it's yeah. an action rom-com, I guess. Um, great character or uh, chemistry between the both. Yes, of them. absolutely. I mean, the chemistry between like that was great. The like, two of them alone are charismatic as fuck. Yeah, like uh, Sandra Bullock. I she's mean, she's a natural beauty for fifty something. Yeah, she still looks great. Um, but she kind of, for a while there, took over like the rom com crown from like Meg Ryan. Yeah. Like for the late 90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And she kind of. I always liked the one where she fell in love with the guy on a train and then fell in love with her brother eventually. Oh, the one that went into the coma and yeah. she was pretending to be. I my, always liked that. My grandma loved that fucking movie. I loved uh, that movie. God damn it. What was that called? I don't know. Uh, shit, I don't remember. It had Bill Pullman in it. But mm-hmm. My grandma would watch that. My dad's mom would yep. watch that movie fucking five times a week. It drove my mom fucking nuts. <laughs> but she absolutely loved it. Yeah, I watched it a few times when I was younger. I liked it. But, I mean, you had um all those ones with hugh grant two weeks notice yeah like that that was her fucking game 
And then she kind of tried to switch it up when she did like Bird Box and tried to expand, which I think she was good at. Yeah. I but couldn't this, do this Bird is, Box. This, I, it was, it was, you could say it's not my style, my style of a movie, but it's whatever. But I mean, this, this style, comedic romance is yeah. kind of her bread and butter. Mm-hmm. When she's fan, she's great at it. Um, Channing Tatum is, I mean, he's done action, he's done comedy, so it's a good fit. But the two of them together are great. Yeah. Like they worked off each other very well. Yeah, I have to say that their chemistry worked out very well. Um, Brad Pitt's badass. Like, yep, he's great, great movie. I wish I did not know he was on it from the trailer. That would have been but we're not going to go sure. into that again. <laughs> Um, but I'm ready to rate it if you are. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Um, as a ro- action rom com, they don't get as high as they should, but I give it. I give it a six point five. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was it, having it be better than I expected, and <coughs> taking it for what it is. I, I'll give it a six eight. Like I, yeah. I. I I would imagine I'll rewatch it again at some point. Oh, I definitely right. would. Definitely would. So, yeah. I mean, it's on Paramount. Mm-hmm. Plus, that's where we watched it. So, let's go into some movies. Um, The North. Northman? The Northman. Yeah, we did watch that. <clears throat> that. Robert Eggers. Yeah. I... Um, I was surprised you liked it as much as you did. I thought you were going to fucking hate it. It had the Game of Thrones feel to it. A little where bit, I yeah. can deal with that, that kind of sci-fi, that kind of whatever. I can deal with that. Yes, it was a little crazy because you see, like, unicorns going off in the moon and shit. <laughs> and is... you see some random bullshit. You're like, okay, am I this high right now? Because I don't know if I should be seeing this. But all in all, that's his way of writing. And that's just how he rolls. I mean, I mean yeah. we saw a mermaid's pussy in the one. So I guess I'm willing to see whatever at this point. Like, it, I mean, it's a great flick. Better than I expected. It's visually stunning. Yes. Like all of his movies have been. But this one especially was just in the landscapes and even like the crazy weird bullshit. It looked fucking great. Yeah. I really thoroughly enjoyed that flick. Um, we don't have to go into too much details. Definitely yeah, we'll watch be talking it. About it probably on this year in review when oh, that yeah. comes up. Definitely be talking about that one for sure. Yeah, that was great. One that you need to watch is old. Old? M Night Shyamalan. Um It's a slow start, slow burner. But the ending, it's another movie that brings shit back. So you well, just I had, mean, that's kind of Shyamalan shit. Yeah, so. like, that's the thing is, is about this movie, is you're watching it like, man, I, it's fucking same shit, same shit, same shit, same shit. And then, bam, it hits you. Like, everything comes back from the ending, to from the from the beginning to the ending. Yeah. And you have to remember those little details. And like I said, it's one of those movies. It's 
50 percent of the people like it 50 percent that doesn't yeah i'm one of the 50 percent likes it because the ending brought everything back from the beginning it's like it's like everything i'm like if they don't clarify this i'm gonna get pissed if they don't clarify that i'm gonna get pissed right everything that i wanted clarified done i like the premise i remember when they first dropped the trailer and shit and I need to rewatch this a second time because it's one of those you need to watch it yeah, two or three times. Most of his movies are like that because there'll be little hints that. What else little... has he done that I've seen? He did The Sixth Sense. Oh, he did Unbreakable. Yeah. He did Glass. He did. Okay. Yeah, like, that makes sense now. But he's also done some dog shit. Like he did The Happening. Yeah. He did uh, The Last Airbender, which is considered yeah. one of the worst movies ever. But no, like, I say you have to get on board with this. I, I'd be willing to watch it. For just sure. because, and I want to rewatch it with you, just because I want to see your first reaction to my second, because I know what's going on, but I. There's It'll so make much. more sense on a second viewing. It will. And. Yeah, this is was me and my coworkers talked today. We talked about a lot again today. She saw it for the second time. Yeah. And she's like, holy shit. And I was like, okay, I have to. Yeah. She was bringing stuff up that I was like, oh, I'm going to kind of, you know, keep my eye on that part this time. I'm going to keep my eye on this part. And so, and then, um, yeah, what's, what's pretty cool is she's the one we did our podcast with. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think she'll do one with this. If we see a few times, like, it'd be kind of cool to do old with her. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because she has a lot to say about it. Right on. Yeah, it looked interesting, but I just have reservations. I always have reservations with Shyamalan after everything that he's done. This one is good. But, yeah, I'll watch it. Like, I... It took me 50 minutes. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) And then he started zoning out. And then it's like, man, I should not have zoned out those 50 minutes because I could probably realize more different things. Right. And that's what my coworker did as well. So the first time, the second time, she's like, okay. But uh, so we talked about the Northmen, old. We've really just been watching old movies for. Yeah, we can't talk about that because that's the year review. What's coming out? What's upcoming? I mean, we haven't seen Doctor Strange yet. I'd like to see Top Gun. I heard that movie's fucking fantastic. Yeah. Like, I was never a huge fan of the original. I loved the first. I liked it. I haven't seen it in a very long time, but this movie apparently is great. Yeah, I love the first one. I liked it. Yeah. But, um, that just, I think, that opened Friday? Mm-hmm. We got a yeah. month till Thor. Thor looks great. That's July, right? Yeah. Second or third or just beginning? Sixth, I think. Okay. I know it's beginning. Um, what else? God damn. I mean, okay, I'm just going to say this right now. Like, how do you feel about Stranger Things that just dropped? Because... To me, I don't really remember the last season, do I? We watched it. I remember it. Uh, Hopper, the cop, 
dies. Yeah. You think? Um, Eleven gets taken in by the brothers and Winona Ryder, and they end up moving. Okay, yeah. But. It was good. I mean, the redhead's brother got kind of taken over and ends up dying. Yeah. That was the, remember, uh, the curly-haired kind of fat guy yeah. and his girlfriend singing the never-ending story song over the yeah. radio to get help. That, that was funny. That was good. Now we have um, Falcor. But, I mean, what, that dropped like fucking three years ago, the third season? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, now you got What's-Her-Face, who's 18 now. Yeah, I was, after the first season, I was really amped up for season two. We watched it day it dropped season three, but it's been so long, I'm not really all that interested anymore, Yeah, to I'm be honest. Either. I'm not either. Like, I was going to ask you today, I'm like, do we watch this? And then I was like, in my head, I was like, I don't think I want to enjoy it, and I'm just going to be on my phone the whole time. I'm going to read some spoiler free reviews and if people are like raving about it then maybe i'll get into it but yeah i don't even remember like it's one of those things that it took too long the kids are too old and the storyline just kind of just dragged my full plot like it turned into the same storyline it seemed like oh we got well it was different the third season was different because they added russians Mm mm-hmm like Having a Russians, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, we'll, well, we'll we'll leave that discussion for the last thing we talk about because, um, what was I just gonna say? We've been watching uh the baby. Yeah, I love the baby. It's. I'm surprised that's the first thing I've ever found before you. Yeah, I'd never. And you're heard just like, what the fuck? And like, I watched the first episode and I fell asleep. Actually, no, first two episodes and I fell asleep on the third. But that is fucked up shit. <laughs> it is, it's strange, which I I kind of like strange. Like, but it's not at all what the trailer made it appear to be. No, it's a whole lot different than that. Well, again, like. I told my coworker to watch it, and she's like, I'm just going to save it for when I'm in the airport. I was like, probably the best thing ever. You can, best half hour. You got a six hour layover? Yeah, you can crank through that. Yeah, it's, I, li- I like it. Yeah. But, um, it's a fun, it's a fun thriller comedy i don't know horror comedy i don't even know what you call that yeah, shit it's, it's kind of hard to define for sure <laughs> it's english <laughs> or england or whatever british. The fuck. british but yeah this shit's fucked um all right so we do have to talk about the one major thing we did since we last recorded oh tom segura we went to a comedy show Saw Tom Segura, yes, on his "I'm Coming Everywhere" tour, which was fucking hilarious. I don't really remember. I remember 
overall bits, but I don't really remember punchlines all that well. Yeah. But I remember his tongue sticking out, and you could not. We were close as fuck. So if you're in the back, you could not see his yeah, facial we had, expression. Yeah, we were dead center. What, 25 rows back, maybe? Not even, but yeah. I mean. Orchestra row. Yeah. So I think it'd be tough to watch a show like that from the balcony if there's not like a projection screen behind him. Yeah, exactly. So I'm I'm kind of surprised he didn't have one. But they, no, I I'm I imagine it's going to be a while before his special comes out on Netflix. But I'm wondering how much of this is going to be in his final set. Yeah. I mean, great. I bet you most of it will be. I would think so. Um, I mean, I don't understand why I wouldn't. Like I said, I don't really remember individual bits and shit, but I think I laughed more at this. And maybe it's just because it's in person, it's different. Yep. But I thought this was funnier than any of his other specials he had put out prior. So. Oh, dude, he doesn't give a shit. No, he doesn't give a single fuck. No, like, oh, I don't give a fuck what I'm saying right now. I'm just going to say it. Like, just do it, dude. Yeah, it was it was fucking funny. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, other than that, well, we watched The Northman well, before Tom Segura. Yeah. It's, I think it was the same week, weekend I watched Old. Um... I just finished a TV series. Friends. It's on Hulu. Friends with Conversations. Conversations with Friends? Yeah, that one. <laughs> Isn't that on Netflix? No, it's on Hulu. Okay. Yeah, that was pretty good. I did watch the second season of Russian Doll. It wasn't as good as the first season, but yeah. it was fine. Mine was a more of a drama. I mean, just a lot of something going on, some awkward moments, but not too awkward where it's just uncomfortable, but it was still good. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I don't think anything else really happened. Oh, no, really? We're going to be wrapping up. Our Alien franchise this week, probably. Yeah. I have no idea about our other franchises with our other guy. Still pro- probably be another uh, two weeks before in the next year in review. Yeah. But yeah, well, probably have a few more solo ones involved. Maybe get back on one or the other franchises that we're doing. Yeah. It'd be nice to at least wrap that one up so we can get to the other one. Because that one got nine movies worth of doing. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah. I, again, Lost City is worth the watch, I think. Yeah, I, I definitely give it a go. I mean, it's a great movie. Good times. I mean... Stay away from the trailer if you haven't seen it. Yeah, go if you haven't the seen the trailer, just go. But right we already wrecked it for you, so yeah. yeah so fuck yeah. I mean, far, whatever. Don't even watch the movie. Yeah, just fucking just laugh. <laughs> we already made it for you. 
whatever. But yeah, maybe we're gonna sit here and talk about the trailer reviews and see if we can find some shit. And I like that idea. We'll have to work that out somehow for sure. Yeah, that might be a good like once a week kind of thing. Just something. Not us downstairs for two hours bickering about movies. Yeah, yeah it tonight. did take us about three hours to figure out what we were going to podcast tonight. It was kind of so yeah, it'd be it one goes. of those like, hey, let's go up and do that real quick. Like, let's change up the Kevin Smith or the Fast and Furious, <coughs> which we need to get back on that. Yeah, we're two in, I think. Well, we did the last one and the first one, so yeah. So let's get to it. Hell yeah! Well, fuck you, hey. motherfucker. Do you know why you don't do reverse cowgirl in the Alabama? I don't. You can't turn your back to family. Yeah, <laughs> and, and we'll leave it at that. Fast and furious, baby. Yeah, that's right. All right. Never took it back on family. Peace out. Well, shit got a little loose. Hopefully you understood everything. Whether or not you agree or disagree with our take on the movies, hopefully you learned something or were at least entertained. So come back for more booze and bullshit.